Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You're listening to The Altar Life with a BNG. That's right, Brent and Jeff. <laughs> You're like, what do the BNG stand for? Well, I told you, Brent and Jeff. You can get off the edge of your seat now. <laughs> that's great. Um, I actually never heard that. You say that before. That's good. Yeah. That's going to we'll, be in there. Maybe we'll use it again sometime. It's going to be like laser. <laughs> the Altar Life with BNG. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's so egotistical lame. and lame. That's right. That's right. Uh, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Our first show of 07. It's, Hopefully this you know. is coming strong to your auditory organs. <laughs> what? <laughs> your, your ears. Coming strong all year long. <laughs> just want to thank you guys for emailing us and, and sending your requests in. We really appreciate it. TheAlterLife at Yahoo.com is where you can do that. Give us your favorite song of the moment, and we will try to get it into our tight schedule of two hours on a Saturday night. Um, you know, we got lots to do and little time to do it, so we apologize if we can't get that on right away. But we love to hear from you, love to interact with you guys. So email us, thealterlife at yahoo.com. Brent? Uh, yeah. You look like you got something to say. Well, you know, last our last show was all about, you know, making a re- resolution and, and making a stand and doing something with your life. And, and uh, you know, that's what we were talking about last week. And this week, it's only appropriate that we start talking about this concept called purity. And whenever I think of that word purity, I'm always like rolling my eyes going, here comes the sex talk where we, <laughs> where we tell people that we know we shouldn't have sex before we're married. Um, but it goes a lot more than that. And as we've been talking, Jeff, it, it goes beyond just not doing certain things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's not the thou shalt not part of our Christian walk. You know, it's actually so much more rewarding than that. Yeah. I mean, if we're just having a line that we can't cross, what good does it do if we just stand at that line all the time and just stare at it? You know, I feel like sometimes when we think of purity, that's kind of how we react to it. It's like, okay, well, I can't cross that line, but I'm just going to stand here and wait. Maybe the line will move or maybe it'll do something. <laughs> it's like, shouldn't you just like get away from that situation? <laughs> like, It's a direction. Yeah. It's not just here's where you don't go. It's something that we replace. You know, we replace something that, you know, is wrong for us with something that is right for us in our life. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about tonight. Not so much in the, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to do that, but what we're going to do to be pure. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the offensive, not just the defensive, you know, defense may win championships, but offense is more exciting. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the exciting part of being pure. Yeah, because, you know, purity gets a bad rap. You know, like people throw that word purity around. And, it, and like I said, it's always about like just what you can't do yeah. and it's like there's never ever usually a discussion that goes along with that about what you can do yeah. and how and much benefits. more rewarding yeah. <laughs> it is to do that thing that you can do yeah. you know? that's, that replaces what you should do yeah, exactly. and uh, so that's a lot more exciting a lot more rewarding so hopefully we can get into that tonight yeah it's going to be great it's going to be awesome hopefully we'll by the end of this hour we'll be spent and we'll have bared our souls on the air and you guys will feel uh, more in touch with us. Because personally, I don't like to be pointed my finger at, you know, pointed <laughs> pointed fingers at me, like looking at me, like you know, don't do this, don't do that. Personally, I go, yeah, well, who says? And I always get that little, at, little yeah. attitude, which don't is don't add that cookie, Why which not? is probably my pride. And I, you know, I should be, yeah. you know, I should kind of take that to, to Christ and but let, yeah. forgive me for that. But you know, we should be. Uh, excited about this topic because it's something that's a part of a Christian life. And exactly. It's, God rewards it. So. Hey, it's Josh from December Radio. Hey, this is Crystal Myers. Hey, this is Josh from Nevertheless. Hey, we're Cajun's Call. And you're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. There's a way that you can display your love in a pure way. And uh, we're going to be talking about that tonight. 
can sure. be a love for Christ, not some tainted, um, worldly kind of you know marketing love that you know is kind of thrown out there. That fireworks and then fizzle. <laughs> yeah, like what is love? I mean, we've been talking about that, and actually, um, it's something maybe we'll talk about soon in the future. Wink, uh, wink, wink. <laughs> but um, you'll have to tune in next week to find out. <laughs> and the week after that, and the week after that. <laughs> you know, but display. What is love? Is love really trying to get what you want for yourself? Or is love, you know, p- putting Christ what Christ wants and put, putting Christ forward and obeying Him? Is that really love in, your, in context of relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the purity talk always comes with sex because <laughs> a lot of times we defile ourselves by, um, you know, wanting to get something for ourselves to make us yeah. feel good through something like sex. You yeah. Know, it's not we the love only place, but. The way it makes us feel. Right. I love you and I love myself more. So come on, baby. Let's just, like, you know. <laughs> Put the windows up, turn the music on, and just let nature take its course. What is that? That's deception. That's teen movie. That's that goofy, uh, I don't love you anymore. I did, but I fell out of love with you. It's like, what is that? It's like BFF. (laughs) My BF is BFF. (laughs) It's like like that whole, you know. He's no longer BFF. (laughs) Oh, no, we're we're not doing that anymore. We're not together anymore. I ever see these 13-year-old kids in the mall. And they're like together, and I always look at them and I say, like, my wife gets back. So I'm like, hey, your mom's waiting for you outside. <laughs> it's like they're, they're 13 years old. They have no responsibility. They got nothing going on. They're like, we're in love, and we're hooking up, and we're doing. I'm like, you're just dumb. Your mom's like still changing your diaper. Why don't you grow up? <laughs> oh man, you just getting, railed on just everybody. That's like, go to the mall sometimes, adults. If you're listening, why do you let your kids go to the mall? I mean, it's just like. It's the cesspool of the world. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to work at a, a fast food restaurant that was in a mall, and uh, it just—I hated the mall before that, and I just have a strong distaste for it. But uh, anyway, what am I talking about? I don't know. That was a few of yours, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to vent on the show sometimes. It's my downfall. Yeah, having That's a okay. microphone. I do that too. <laughs> anyway, I but think you know what? Got... It's not like you said all things that were were not true because like, that's just really true. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you know you take the meat and spit you know out what? the bones. I go to me. the mall. I buy things, and <laughs> it's not a horrible <laughs> thing to go to the mall. However, however, the mall sometimes can get you in trouble. And we're talking about purity, and we're talking about you know we're talking about walking in a direction that pleases the Lord. And sometimes you should be able to go to the mall mm-hmm. and be in the middle of the mall. And there is a way to go to the mall, be in the middle of the mall, and actually live pure. Yeah. And, um, you know, Jesus ate with tax collectors and sinners, and uh, he got railed on it. Why, why, are you, why are you sitting and talking to these sinners? If you knew who they really are, you wouldn't be there. And uh, if they and, knew who he really was, they wouldn't know why he was there. That's right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, I just rail on those guys. So all you kids, if you want to go to the mall, don't tell your mom, I'm going to go there to, to witness. Unless you do it. I <laughs> know. <laughs> We're gonna go see Happy Feet. <laughs> really, you're like going to see Hostel Three or you know whatever they got going yeah. on out in those movies. Yeah, that's know? not what we're talking about. Yeah, so you should be able to stand up in that situation, and be like, I want to be pure. I don't want to just fill my mind with garbage. <laughs> the Ultra Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. True. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Ultra Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We're here till 11 o'clock uh, on The Altar Life every Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Um, we've been talking about purity. I kind of went off on that last 
you know, that last uh, segment, and uh, I apologize. I, uh, uh, you know, usurped the microphone. I took over, and I just need to, you know, get it out. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I really, the mall just gets me so riled up. <laughs> but like Brent said, you should be able to be in a circumstance or a situation that maybe isn't, you know, the best, and to be able to stand pure in, and stay pure in that situation. And that's what real purity is about. Not like being like, oh no, this thing it's so hard, and I can't stop. And uh, that that kind of attitude that doesn't that's not the mark of a pure life. A mark of a pure life is like Christ. That he could, like Brent said, sit with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and have everybody judging and pointing and saying, you're doing this and you're wrong and how can you be with those people? But guess what? Jesus didn't become a tax collector. He wasn't hanging out with all these people because he thought they were cool. He was hanging out with them for their well-being and to, to direct them out of their impurity, to direct them to a pure life, to righteousness to save their life basically and uh you know there's a way that we can live um, in the world but not you know of the world and and like the world we can live in it and shine the light and uh walk in the direction of purity yeah, you know god didn't call us to uh when he saved us he's like now i want you to live in a bubble and i don't want you to talk to anyone that's around you and i want you to kind of like be by yourself read your bible all the time and pray all the time and you know never get in trouble and like you know that's such a that's such a simple and but a lot of Christians like live think now that they're saved now they have to like live like a bubble live in yeah. a bubble and you know what we're not going to impact anybody if we don't talk to anybody mm-hmm. if we don't live what we believe out in front of people who need it and um, you know the only way we're going to do that is if we're our, we ourselves are pure we ourselves are living the way and walking the way we should be going and um, you know that that's just taking it that step further. You know, and maybe you're too weak, and you're like, man, I really, if whenever I get in a particular situation, I really screw up. Maybe it's not right for you to go and be in that situation yeah. right now because <laughs> you don't want to screw up. Yeah. You want to stay on the right track. But there may be a time where, like, God's asking you to get in the middle of a situation at school or in the middle of a situation at work, and um, you know, and really make a stand in the middle of that and walk the way you know is right in the middle of that situation, so you can be an example. And that's really what purity is. And then God comes in and helps you through it and shines his glory in your in the situation. And ultimately, people are blessed. And that's why Jesus did it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Jesus wasn't trying to be cool or trying to go there because everyone else is. He was going there in the middle of that situation to shine to shine a witness for his Father in heaven. And that, that's what it's exactly. all about. He was the perfect example. Imagine if Jesus was just him and his 12 disciples and they were like a little clique. And they didn't go anywhere or do anything. They just sat around and like were Christianese. You know, they just sat around and didn't do anything. It's like, what did Jesus do? He went from city to city, finding the most, you know, repulsive people to interact with and to to change. You know, Jesus wasn't affected by the culture. He infected the culture with his love and with his um, with his power and, and his glory, like Brent said. And, uh, you know, that's just something that purity is really where it starts. And like Brent said, you know, you may not feel like you're in a place where, you know, you're safe. You know, where you're like, oh, if I go to this situation or if I'm in this situation, I always fall. I always screw up. Well, guess what? You know, purity's a direction. And if you're going in a direction, you're either, you know, you go farther. So you may not be as far as maybe somebody else who feels comfortable in that situation or thrives in that situation of being the one person that's able to stand in the midst of impurity. But you know what? If you continue to walk in the direction of purity, you're going to get farther and farther you know, and it's cool. Um, we'll talk about more later on. I don't want to get bogged down, but uh, you know, we got lots of time. We're playing lots of music. This is a great song by Cross Movement. It's um, just uh, talking about temptation and how it can just 
even as a Christian and you know what's right in your head, but your flesh tells you what's right to your, you know, according to that. And then, you know, just the struggle of not trying to just live on feelings, but live according to the word of God. So here it is. It's called Creature Double Feature. What do you say we uh, crank it up a notch? I'm intrigued. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks again for tuning in. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about purity tonight, and you know we're not going to sit here and be like, "This is what you do to be pure," because we live in a world that is nasty and filthy, and we have to live pure among that. And you know, being real, it's hard. And uh, thank the Lord that we, um, you know, I myself and Brent were both pure in the. You know, in the sense that we always think of it, you know, we were virgins when we got married, which God say this, but that didn't mean that we were like perfectly pure, you know, our mind and everything else is a struggle that we deal with daily. And, uh, you know, God was gracious to us and being able to enter into that covenant of marriage. I don't know. I just kind of went into this, but, um, and say, you know what? I've waited for you. You've waited for me. It's, it's an amazing thing. It really is. And that's the, that's one of the prizes that you can hold on to and, you know, put on your mantle the trophy of yeah man i was able to stay pure in the in the sexual sense you know it doesn't always have to be that way but you know just just, i get to every day know man i was able to do it no matter even though it got so hard sometimes i was able to be pure in that circumstance yeah that's really cool and you know even if you haven't been pure and even if you are not pure in that sense you know like you can be pure i mean you know, Paul Paul talked to the Corinthians who weren't pure people and lived that way and said, you know, I wanna I wanna consider you as a chaste virgin, you know, in this situation and, and um you know, we can be through Christ. But the awesome thing is is that today if you wanna live pure, you can be pure from this point forward and you know, when you can stand up on that wedding day, um, even though you've made a mistake, you can stand there knowing that you're pure because you've been forgiven and Christ has taken all that away and um you know, and it's not, you know, we live in a world where there's a lot of temptation, there's a lot of stuff around us, and we're weak, you know, we need Christ to help us, and sometimes we can fall, and that's true, and I know that I've fallen in many situations in my life, um, and I haven't lived up to the bar that maybe God, um, Christ, had set out in His Word for me, um, but He also, in His Word, told me that He'd forgive me for every time that I failed, and um, and he expects me, and he knows that I'm not perfect, and that's why he came and died. If I wasn't perfect, he wouldn't yeah. have come, and he wouldn't have died for me. Um, so, yeah, like Jeff was saying, it's such an awesome thing to be able to stand up and say, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I, I was pure. You know, I'm here, and I have, I've never, you know, transgressed in that way. Um, but even if you have, you know, you can stand up there and say, well, you know what? Since I started walking with Christ, mm-hmm. I haven't either, and. Um, it's just as good. It's not an imitation. <laughs> yeah, that's why we we're talking about. You know, it's not just not doing something. It's a direction. Yeah, you know, that's right. So you did that thing. Oh well, you walk in the direction of purity, and you're yeah, pure. You know, that's what I mean? right. It's 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 a lifestyle, not just abstaining. So, yep. and you know what? Sometimes I I um some some people come across to me as you know well, I'm not I don't do this ever, and they and they really have a prideful attitude about yeah. it, and they walk around with it flaunting it like. You know, like, yeah, I, you know what, I find that a lot of times those are the people that actually fall because <laughs> they're doing it on their own strength. And I mean, we're weak, you yeah. know, we are weak. We can't be pure without Christ. And man, it, even self-control is a fruit of the spirit. You yeah. know what I mean? We need the Holy Spirit in order to be self-controlled. And um, so what we're trying to say is it's like purity ain't about just saying, no, don't do this. Purity is about, you know what? I really am weak. I really need Christ. And if I'm going to be pure, if I'm going to walk that direction, 
I'm going to bow my knee to Christ and I'm actually going to trust him through it. And that in and of itself is the Christian walk. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so much better than trying to do it all on our own. Or now I got, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And we start, start worrying so much about how much we can or can't do, you know, that we, that we forget what it's all about. And it's a lot simpler than that. It's just trusting Jesus, man, and obeying his voice and walking in the spirit. So I said a whole lot in a short amount of time, but that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> now here's something we hope you'll really like. As promised, we will not relent. This is hour two. We're going <laughs> to jump it off. Jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, your, your inspir- in- inspiration of your rant earlier <laughs> has produced a wonderful, unbelievable segment where we get to rant some more. About them all. I know. You know, I bet a lot of people are out there thinking, man, they must think of their unbelievables like weeks ahead of time, script them out. They're so well, you know, articulated. Articulated, exactly. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're just, they're, no, you know what? Totally off the top well, of our heads. Yeah. We're just like, oh, let's talk about that as the unbelievable this week. And that's why we love it. Because <laughs> it's uncensored. So, Jeff, <laughs> when you go to the mall, right, it's the only place, as you were saying, where you can. And I was thinking about this one little guy who sits in the middle of the mall and he sells his bamboo plants. <laughs> Why do you want a little plant of bamboo? And like right next to him is the little the little Ike, the little um, little Buddha that you can get too to put right next to it. Like and then he, right next to that person is the person that has the the paintings that light up and it looks yeah. like a waterfall. It's like who buys this? <laughs> and then right great. next to that is the lady who's trying to sell the hand lotion and wants to put lotion on your hands. <laughs> like, like I'm a guy, dude. Like, I, I don't want you to rub <laughs> lotion on my hands. That would be a little weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I don't care about my hands that much. Thank you very much. And it's like, oh, are you over 18? Can I have a certain? No. What? And then you can go to GNC and buy vitamins. Yeah, and then you can get your name on a license plate. Whoa, <laughs> that's pretty cool. But it's not an actual legal license plate. It's like you put it on your door. <laughs> and then you can pick up a pretzel. On the way, and then you can go buy one of our song, you know, one of the CDs that we would play, you know, at Sam Goody. <laughs> I always love the or name of that Fi. store. Sam I mean, F Y E. And uh, and then you can catch a movie. It's pretty amazing that all those things. I mean, yep. back in the olden days, you know, in 1980, you'd have to go everywhere. That's right. You know, I gotta go pick up a, you know, something for my mom for her birthday. I gotta go to this store, that store. Well, I guess gotta what? go to Joe's Electronics to buy my. Yeah, I got, inch black I gotta TV. go to the cinema and you know catch a flick. <laughs> you know, it's like, guess what? Why don't we just put them all in one and we'll call it <gasps> the <A> mall? <laughs> and where did they come up with the name mall? I know. What do we use? Is it short for something? I don't know. I, like prom is short for promenade. <laughs> you know? Fridge is short for refrigerator. <laughs> the best is when people say refrigerator. Maybe it's maybe it's really the mollinator. <laughs> we just may say mall for short. It's the mallage. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then once we put all those stores together, there's really not a better place to be. So why don't we just call all our friends and we'll just go hang out in the hallway at the mall. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It's yeah. a glorified hallway. It's just a big hallway. But you know what? If you invited everyone over to your house to hang out in the hallway, yeah. your friends would be like, all right, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go to the mall. <laughs> There's another genius part about the mall that we forgot about. Oh, oh, tell me what. It's like, well, how long can you be in the store? You know, you're going to get hungry. You're going to have to go to the bathroom. That's right. Guess what? Food court. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. And not just, you know, a store here and there. They like, got great food. American cuisine, Japanese cuisine, French cuisine, whatever you shop. want. Italian, 
readers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want at your fingertips. And that's the whole point. It's to draw you in, to lure that's you in, so that mm. you'll never leave and you become a mall rat. Mm. And then you see all those kids like I was talking about that are like, they're just like all hanging all over each other. And I'm like, dude, you have no sunlight. You're like pale and gross. And what happened to you? Oh, yeah. By the way, you're acting like you're 25, but you don't have your license. Your mom's waiting to pick you up. There that's it, right. my line again. But, uh, you know, the mall is... It can be a really great place, and, and you know, I particularly do not like the ball. So, yeah, we, but we know I, from I, earlier. But that's not—it's <laughs> not that I don't think it's an unbelievable, you know, work of art or a work of what's the word, you know, modern technology. Modern, modern technology—that's <laughs> pretty good. It's a work of, you know, you know, somebody did a good job with that. But yeah, you know, it's a good idea. Put everything in one place. People just go there for hours and waste time. Exactly. Man, man. lots of revenue coming into there, man. I'll tell right. you what. <laughs> Especially at the holidays. That's right. Oh, boy. So, that anyway. Huge. And so, what we want to think is unbelievable this week is the Molinator. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Ball-gerator. <laughs> the ball AKA Mollage. AKA. There's nothing you can really do to prepare to rock. Do you prepare to eat a delicious meal? No. Are you hungry? Then you're going to eat it. And I'm hungry for rock. 24-7. The Alter Life. With Brent and Jeff. All right. That was Derek Webb with The Strong, The Tempted, The Weak. And I fit into all those categories on yeah. any given day. And in the context of purity, you know, we're either strong, tempted, or weak. And uh, never, most yeah. of the time we're weak. And um, But the Bible has a solution. And Paul, the apostle in the book of Galatians, starts off this passage by saying, I say then. <laughs> Colon. Which I, like, which I like how he starts the verse off. He says, I say then, like he was listening all along, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So the solution to not fulfilling the lust of the flesh, a.k.a. staying pure, Jeff, <laughs> is walking in the spirit. Hmm. What does that mean, walking in the spirit? I know it's not just, you know, not doing stuff because what happens is, is that we point out all the things that you can't do and then you're like, well, what can I do? Well, guess what? You can walk in the spirit. And when you do that, everything, I, I don't know, I feel like everything that is joy and everything that is cool with the Lord just lights up. You're like, well, that, if you're walking in the Spirit, you know what you're supposed to do. It's just like God's going to reveal it to you. And you, and also, you're going to see like bright red flashy lights on the things that you're not supposed to do. And you're going to be like, oh, I can't do that. That's the flesh. If you're walking in the Spirit, you know, God's going to reveal so much more of himself. You're going to totally just feel blessed and he, and he's going to give you you know those little trophies those little blessings that uh for you know being able to stand and be pure in those situations all right everyone raise their hand if they've ever been on a spiritual retreat before all right thank you now you can put your hands down <laughs> you know what like when you go off on those retreats and let you know you spend all weekend and you're talking about god and you're reading the word and you're praying and you're doing all these things and a lot of times you leave there and you're buzzed man you're like man i'm walking in the spirit this weekend and like you're like, I'm not going to do any of that other stuff I used to do before. And you get all buzzed and you go home and all the temptations come and you start not walking in the spirit as much as you used to. And guess what creeps in? The stuff that we're not supposed to do, right? The yeah. stuff that's fulfilling the flesh. And um, that's a good example of a good illustration of really kind of how you just stay away from the stuff of the flesh. Yeah. It's like the more you walk in the spirit, the less desire you're even going to have to do other things. And um just like on a retreat. So, moral of the story is stay on retreats all weekend. No. Yeah, no. 
Because what happens is, is that sure, it's a lot easier when you're on a retreat because there's not all those distractions. Right. But Jesus doesn't want us to just be locked up in a cabin somewhere with like some old guy playing songs and being like, whatever's going on. I don't know. What kind of retreats do you go to? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was a deprived. No, I'm just kidding. I, my retreats were great. That's where I, you know, that's where I really learned to live for Christ. But what happened was I come back and I'm like, oh, wait. I have to be pure in temptation, yeah. <laughs> not just like it's easy when there's nothing there. Um, so that's why, you know, Jesus set the example of being in the midst yet remaining pure. You know, all of us, like we said before, if we just locked ourselves into our closets and didn't do anything all day, we we're like, you know, those pale guys that think the sun is evil, you know, then what are we going to do? You know, we're just going to be like, we're not going to be doing anything, you know, and uh, we're not going to be effective and, and we're going to never, we're not going to grow because. One thing about, you know, going out and being in the world is that it sharpens us, I think, a lot of times. Um, when you talk to people about Christ or you stand up in a, a tough situation and you're pure and people look at you like, what? It really, it brings things into a clarity in your own life. Like, why am I doing this? Is there is there something that is real in my life? And it really, is, I know for me, is that it's like, wow, I really do stand for this. I really do believe that. It's not just something my parents said or my pastor said. Like, this is real in my life. And when you're in that circumstance and you stand and, and you stand for what's right, got it. It's like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, he's like, good job. And you're like, wait, yeah, Whoa, I really, cool. that is I'm really, glory to God. That's exactly. Awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's going to give you that stuff. Uh, you know, he's not going to just leave you out there and be like, go ahead. Don't fulfill the flesh. I dare you. <laughs> you know, he's going to give you the strength by walking in the spirit. The end. Cool. So. <laughs> the Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. Period. Jeff, I wanted to find things right now. It's a little time to take it to the dictionary. Actually, to the Bible. But um, it's going to define for us what are these things that we're talking about. The flesh. You know, and the spirit. And let's define those things right now. And let's see which side of things these things are on. In that same part of Galatians chapter 5, it says the works of the flesh are evident, which are, okay, <laughs> adultery, fornication. There's that sex we've been talking about. And then, but there's a lot more than that, right? Uncleanness, lewdness. I always like lewd. I think that's a funny word. Idolatry, sorcery. All you wizards out there. Hatred, <laughs> contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. What? Outbursts of wrath. I, I apologize for my wrath outburst yeah, on the mall earlier. Work Forgive the me, flesh. Lord. <laughs> Selfish ambitions. That pretty much covers anything. <laughs> um, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness. Revelries <laughs> with parties yeah. and the like, of which I told you before, just as I also told you in time past, that those who are practicing such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow, that's a lot of that's a list of a lot. I feel like we focus too much when we're talking about purity, we focus too much on just hey, don't have sex. It's yep. like, yeah, but go out and murder and have revelries and outbursts <laughs> of wrath. <laughs> it's like we. Being pure is so much more than that. Yeah. So much more. And, you know, you probably found yourself in multiple categories. Remember, Jesus said... I know I did. Not just 
you don't have to just go out and kill somebody if you've had hatred. Whatever's going on in your heart, if any of those things were even in your heart or in your thoughts, it's like That's you've right. already done that stuff. Yeah. So I found myself pretty much in every category That's right, right there. That's right. But, but Maybe here's... not in the revelries. I'm kind of a, a boring, <laughs> lazy man. <laughs> but, you know, for all the other ones, I'm right in there. And I'm not proud of it. <laughs> okay, so the, ne- the, the next side of that, here's the contrast, ready? And here's what you can have if you're walking in the Spirit, all right? So this is the fruit of walking in the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Real love. That's a selfish ambition love. Real yeah. love. Joy. Joy to the world. We just got through Christmas. <laughs> I've got that joy, joy, joy down <laughs> in my heart. Where? Right? The joy. I mean, think about how happy you can Where? be with God's joy. <laughs> Where? Peace. Where? <laughs> Long suffering. You can be patient. Imagine that wow. with the fruit of the spirit. Kindness. Goodness. No outbursts of wrath. Sorry. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. And here's the big one for staying pure, right? Self control. No outbursts of wrath. <laughs> Where? <laughs> no outbursts of revelries. <laughs> so listen to this. It says, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. You yes. know, look, if you say you're a Christian and you pride yourself on knowing Christ and maybe you don't, but maybe you're like, you know, but I do want, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I believe God's real. It says, if you live in the spirit, if you have the spirit inside you, walk it, man, walk in the spirit and all that other stuff comes and all the f- lust of the flesh even though we struggle against it says we struggle between those two things um christ christ jesus kicked its butt on the cross when he was crucified <laughs> and rose again and we don't have to live live in those things and we're freed from them so like this, we said before talk is cheap we need right. to take a giant leap that's right we need Choose. a direction we need to go somewhere it's your choice man it's like one or the other Exactly. We, uh, you know, it's either walk in the spirit or walk in the flesh. You can't be like, I'm just going to stand on the borderline of flesh and just be happy here. No way, man. Because eventually you're going to, that temptation is going to get to you and you're going to give in. So you need to go in the opposite direction, which is toward the Lord. Because you remember what Humpty Dumpty did? He sat on that wall and he fell. Yeah. He didn't all just the king's horses up. and all the king's men couldn't put him back together again. Yeah. Taking you way back to old school nursery rooms. <laughs> <laughs> The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Forward Motion by Reliant K. Hopefully that ministered to you because you know what? I struggle with forward motion too. I get stuck in that rut. Yep. And what happens when you get in that rut is that you get all muddy and gross and, and you fulfill that fleshly desire before you fulfill all the other things that the Spirit is offering, the self-control and all that stuff. And I'm joking around about outbursts of wrath and all that stuff. But self-control is a fruit of the spirit you can't just do it on your own well I'm just not going to do that stuff yeah. and I'll be like shake my finger at it and go ha 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 no <laughs> it's That's something right. that it's a result of having the spirit you can't do it on your own you need to walk in the spirit and you're not going to fulfill the lust of the flesh you're not going to be all revelrious or whatever <laughs> you know you're not going to be doing all you're that you're not going to be so. lewd <laughs> so our encouragement to you tonight is don't just say well I'm not going to do this say well what can I do in place of this That's right. what you know what can I what can be the desire in my life instead of those wicked passions and desires that are with the flesh, like it said? You know, we put that to death on the cross with Christ. What desires and passions can we have that are right in God's eyes? So that's our encouragement to you guys tonight. And that's what it means to be, to live an altar life. That's right. It's to walk. To crucify the flesh and its desires. Awesome. That's right. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right. So I hope this 
This encourages us as a generation tonight to stand up and be all or nothing with Christ. You know what? He says he's going to spew out of his mouth people who are lukewarm. So let's live either hot or cold. Your choice. We prefer hot. Um, We should have outbursts of self-control is what we should have. Instead of outbursts of wrath. That's right. <laughs> outbursts of joy. Outbursts of goodness and kindness. Yeah. Parties of joy. Yeah. Rambo Christians for Christ. <laughs> That's Davey. what That's we what need. That's all about. <laughs> we to lay down their life for what they believe in. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight. We're going to be getting out of here for the night. Tune in next week at 9 o'clock on Saturday for some more of this. <laughs> Outburst of radio <laughs> on the altar life. I'm Brett. Have a good night. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. (laughs) 